everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bella Braddock. And I'm Amelia Bella Braddock. And today, a new restaurant is coming to the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. We have our top picks for Disney World dining this summer. And the Eat to the Beat concert lineup has been released. Yeah, so let's start with this new restaurant coming to Epcot. Finally reopening on the upper level. So there's a nice view from this location. And it is a sushi, mostly a sushi restaurant. So not something I'm interested in. Do you like sushi? I've only ever tried sushi once. And I didn't mind it because the one that I tried was fried. But I don't think I would like regular sushi. There are other things here. So let's get into it. It's a table service dining restaurant. It's replacing Tokyo Dining. It's on the second floor of the Japan Pavilion. So there's a pretty nice view from this restaurant as well. And obviously it is a sushi theme but in addition to a sushi menu, there are other tepan items and other items if you don't like sushi. So there is a grill where you can have things like some other grilled Japanese items, savory pancakes even. So you don't have to like sushi if you have a whole sushi family and then you're not the sushi person. There will be something for you there. Those pancakes sound delicious. Yeah, so they're... <laughs> You know, I always like trying the new restaurant, so we'll give it a whirl. We have a sushi fan in our family, so we can get the whole kit and caboodle. So that is coming to Epcot very shortly. But what we really want to talk about now is our top 10 picks for dining at Walt Disney World this summer. So this is not necessarily our top 10 restaurants across all Walt Disney World, but this is our top 10 picks for summer dining at Walt Disney World. And I have nine here, and I'm going to let Amelia round it out with number 10 at the end of our list, table service dining. So let me begin by saying Shikisai. That's what we were just talking about. It's a sushi izakawa restaurant, or izakaya, at Epcot. It's a brand new dining experience, so obviously anything new is a must-try in my books. Would you want to go there? I'd give it a try, definitely. I think it sounds promising, and I, f I could see myself liking it there. So that is at the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. The second on my list is another Japan Pavilion. It's got to be Takumite. And I'm just saying that because if you're going to be in Epcot in the Japan Pavilion area, Takumite is a fine dining experience, one of the best at Walt Disney World. And it really is a place that you get away from it all, right? It's real. You really feel like you're... It's very atmospheric. Yeah, it's very atmospheric. It's Similar quiet. to Victoria and Albert's in that way. Yes, very, very true. You are sort of locked away from the chaos of your day. If you have not tried it, it's a great air conditioning relief as well. They're in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. So Takumi Te and Shikisai are two of my top tens, I think, for the summer. Next on the list is another one that's reopening. Yes. So worth trying. Yes. So Narcoosie's is coming back to Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. It's actually Resort. back now. It's coming back for us. <laughs> yes. Well, it has been coming back yeah. after its, its little break. It was closed for quite a while. They, You know, I'm curious to try it myself. I've read some early reviews. I'm going to hold back on judgment because I really want to see if it can reclaim its former glory. It was one of my all-time favorite restaurants, and then it just sort of got old and tired. The food wasn't that good. It's quite expensive, so, you know, your expectations have to be that it's going to be good quality. Yeah, you want to get your money 
your money's worth. It's It got to the point where the Grand Floridian Cafe, which is a not... I was going to say casual, but more casual table service dining at the Grand Floridian actually had what I felt like were better quality steaks. I don't know why we're harping on Grand Floridian Cafe. Their food is pretty good. So we'll see if that is your addition at the end because it is not yet on my list. So Narcoosies is back. Definitely a must try. New menu. They spruced it up a little bit. Not entirely a new menu. There are some old favorites still there. We will give it a try and see if it has a comeback. Next on my list is one that is... Yes, you stole mine. This is definitely a must-do anytime, but especially in the summer. Yes, this is my favorite restaurant, I'm pretty sure, ever. This is the Boathouse at Disney Springs, and it is very fun to dine in the summer because they have a very nice wraparound patio area and also a dockside section as well. If the main building is a little bit too crowded, they have seafood and steaks, and they're all... Very good. So they have a large variety of food and it's personally one of my favorites. So yeah, they have great, you know, if it's super hot as it can be in the summer, it can be too hot, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> if that is the case, then they do have indoor dining for you as well there. So there's really something for everyone at the boathouse. So definitely give that a summertime try. Yes. Next up, another classic and another favorite. We have Cinderella's Royal Table at the Magic Kingdom. Now, we were just there recently, but summertime in Magic Kingdom, what is not to love? If you want a character experience with still delicious food options, everything they have on the menu looks very appetizing and tastes it as well. This is, or at least this should be at the top of your list of things to try because it is delicious. Yeah, and you know, I sometimes see people sort of not giving it good reviews, just maybe because it is character dining. But honestly... We were just there again uh, a couple of months ago, and it was still excellent. The food was great. It's very good quality food. And, you know, obviously you meet the Disney princesses and you're inside Cinderella Castle. So it's Disney magic in a lot of ways, but really the food is good. Yeah, and we were there not even two months ago. And I could see kids enjoying the food that they offer as well. And just because it is... A little bit more child-focused doesn't mean that the food is necessarily falling off, as you can see. Yes. Now, if you are looking for another upscale dining experience and you want to get away from the summer heat and you're at Epcot... You can thank Canada because Le Cellier is the next option on this list. Yeah, this is a upscale table service dining. It's one of our perennial classics. There's some, you know, cheddar cheese soup and some real classic dishes there. It is on the higher end of pricing, but it's cool. It's sort of dark and below ground feeling, you know, like a cellar, right? Le cellier means the cellar, basically in English. And so it is definitely one to try if you have not tried it at Epcot in the Canada Pavilion. A great summertime upscale meal. If you don't want something like the Japan Pavilion, if you don't want Takumi Te, which is Japanese, then try Le cellier. Definitely something to eat all around the world. And next up, continuing on our theme of worldly restaurants, Topolino Terrace at Disney's Riviera Resort. Yes, if you don't want to be in the cellar and you want to be at the top, Topolino's Terrace is at the top of Disney's Riviera Resort. And you have two choices here. It's one of those restaurants that does, for breakfast, it's a character breakfast. And then for dinner, it's just a fine dining experience. So, This is definitely one to check out. It's got a really nice location, airy location, bright on top of the Riviera Resort Hotel and pretty decent food quality. Definitely nice with summer views. Now, 
another one, almost the same, but I would personally prefer because I like the location better next to Magic Kingdom Park. California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Yeah, not only is the food really good here, but the view from here is amazing. And you know what? We're talking about summertime, our top summertime restaurant picks. So, you know, I got to say, if there's a Florida storm moving in, as there is almost every day in the (laughs) summer, you get quite the view from California Grill. So just because it's not a clear sunny day necessarily in August in uh, Walt Disney World, you can get some spectacular storm views as well from the what was called the top of the world, which then moved to Bay Lake Tower, is now California Grill. Really great dining, sort of contemporary California style. There's really something for everyone here. I like the oak-fired dishes myself, but lots of good stuff there. And if you want a pizza, next on the list, another great summertime spot. Yes, Epcot's really hitting them all on this list. There is the Via Via Napoli Ristorante e Pizzeria. Yeah, so this is a little Italian-style pizza in a courtyard setting. And if this restaurant, the pizza is so good because it is authentic Italian. Yeah, I think we should head back there ourselves. By Epcot standards. This is in the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. Really, really great for summertime. You know, it's sort of sheltered in there in terms of the uh, shade. So if you go there for dinner late in the afternoon, early evening, you're not going to be baking in the sun necessarily. It's a little bit open air. Really nice Italian restaurant, yeah. good pizza. Yeah, it's pretty immersive, and the At- Italy Pavilion in general is very nice, so great yeah. photo ops around there as well. I-, I think it's a great summer restaurant. Now, that's nine. Do you have a pick, a table service pick, to round out the top ten? I do. What would you recommend? Finally, I would include the Grand Floridian Cafe, because even though it might not be quite as fancy as Narcusi's or its other restaurants, such as Citrico's, also a great pick, Grand Floridian Cafe is a good option for your younger ones, it is on main floor. It has nice open windows, beautiful views, and the food there is pretty is pretty good and pretty consistent. Yeah, I, I have to say that's a good choice because some of these are upscale, you know, read pricey, <laughs> whereas the Grand Floridian Cafe is not. So Narcusi's definitely upscale, not quite Victorian Alberts, which I would have the list, but for obvious okay. reasons, we're not putting it on the list. But yeah, I would say that's a great pick. The Grand Floridian Cafe, really good summer dining experience. Uh, you know, it's nice, but still a casual feel to it. It's not stuffy at all. And there's a pretty good menu, a lot of variety on it. Now, it is summer, so let's take a quick look. They have released the 2023 Eat to the Beat concert series list at Epcot. And, you know, there's some interesting names here. We don't have to go through every single one. It will be published on our website and our blog post. Yes, this series kicks off July 27th, and it runs all the way through the end of September, early October. It's funny, they say the 27th, so there might be some acts missing because the first ones they know to the 28th and 29th, and that is Orianthi, who is an amazing, amazing guitarist and singer. I really, really like her. I wish we could be there. In my view, she's like top act. She's still pretty current, so a lot of these are older acts, right? Orianthi was the guitarist for Michael Jackson, and she's now, you know, gone solo, and she's really good. More of a rock, sort of rock angle guitar but definitely worth seeing. Kicks it off July 28th, 29th. There are a lot of acts in here. Now, when we are going to be there, it is Joey Fatone and friends. And I said, Do any, who knows who Joey Fatone is? I, I'd heard the name before. So he was in NSYNC. Now, Amelia immediately said she's looking forward to, oh, when are 
when are the members of One Direction going to show up at this concert series? So maybe 20 years from now, the you know, members of One Direction will be on this I list. was doing some math, and I feel pretty confident that at least one or two members of One Direction will show up at the Eat to the Beat concert series in my lifetime. So there's a really good mix. It'll be in our show notes. You don't have to check it out now. They are still adding other people. It ends with 38 Special, another classic rock band. Then there's Air Supply. There's some Christian rock in there. Sugar Ray, Boys to Men, you know, all sorts of stuff. Sheila E. Really good bands. And it just depends on the luck of the draw if you're on a Disney World vacation and you're not local of who you get when you're there. But we're getting Joey Fatone. Yes. So, We're getting the beacon of light into my future. We'll see how that goes. Yes, and hopefully you get a chance to check it out between end of July and mid-November. There's lots to offer. And then finally, there is a new summer ticket offer coming out. It's pretty good. It's a four-part. They're calling it four-park magic ticket. And these are valid from June 1st through September 29th. So Yes, and no theme park reservations are needed. Thank gosh. Yeah, so that's a bonus because I believe they're not getting rid of those permanently until the end of the year. Unless you're an annual pass holder like us, so yes. hopefully they change that. But anyway, a good summer offer, four-day park magic ticket. If that suits you, it's definitely worth it. Good value there. All right, that is the news for this week, everyone. Thank you for listening. As always, we hope you enjoy eating at Walt Disney World this summer. I know that we will. It's definitely hot in there, so we gave you a good variety of choices, both open air, underground where it's cool, and... High up where you get a good view of the summer storms that will inevitably roll across the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World this summer. Nearly every day. All right. Thanks, everyone. We hope to see you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.